listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. I am Eileen Gottlieb, affectionately known as the Heart Healer, and I welcome you to our show for this this Sunday, today, this beautiful evening. Here in South Florida, the weather has been a little cloudy and rainy today. We are very rapidly approaching rainy season here. Not my favorite time of year, but it is what it is. It's part of the joy of nature, right? So what have you been up to this beautiful Sunday? I hope that it has been a joy-filled day for you. And if it hasn't been, what's going on? Give me a call. Let me know what's happening. The guest call-in number is 619-924-9726. And once you're in the queue, just press 1 on your phone. And I will look forward to chatting with you, hearing what's going on in your world, and responding with some spiritual wisdom from your Akashic Records. Nothing gives me greater joy than serving in this way. Well, I pretty much love everything, but I do love doing readings. So this week, I asked what we should be talking about, what would serve the highest good of everyone that listens either live or to the replay. It was very funny how this came through. You know, the idea for what we're going to talk about doesn't always come effortlessly. Many times it does, and it is often about what's going on with humanity at that time. But sometimes it's just about what's been going on in my life for the last week or period of time and something gets triggered and that's what I'm guided to share about. So one of the things that came up actually was a result of an experience that I had not this past week, but the week before last. But I didn't bring it up last Sunday because uh, last Sunday was Mother's Day, and that was a different uh, focus that I was guided to offer. So tonight's show, the theme for our conversation is, didn't I heal that already? Why is it back again? Have you ever experienced, especially if you've been very consciously in your healing process, your healing journey? coming home to your heart, becoming more spiritually awake and aware in however you define that, or you've had a physical manifestation of dis-ease and you very intentionally approached your healing process. You brought in all different aspects of healing. You honored the holistic model, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, and everything else, and then you healed it. Or so you thought. 
And then sometime later, that same dis-ease process surfaced again. You find yourself asking the question, what did I do wrong? Right? We automatically default to that question, assuming that we did everything right. You know, we followed all the best um, guidelines and wisdom and advice. We approached it in whatever way we felt was right for us, and it went away, or so we thought. So our default behaviors are always in these circumstances to feel like a victim because we believe that we had healed whatever it was. And if that's the case, then we assume that we must have done something wrong if it has surfaced again. Whether it's a physical manifestation of dis-ease or it is um, a mindset situation or an emotional um, experience, or maybe it's simply something showing up that was a reaction to an experience that you recognize the pattern from some time ago, and here it is again, and it made whatever that experience was very uncomfortable. Trust me when I say to you, we have all been there. And more likely than not, you'll be there again. When it comes to certain things, like, well, actually, I'm being corrected. It's not certain things. This really is all things. This is applicable to all things. So I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to give you a couple of examples, actually. But I'm going to give you an example from my life experience, and I'm going to be totally authentic and transparent here, and, and that's not how I usually choose to share. I choose to share spiritual wisdom, but you know, for this one, I think it's, it's important to share something of my personal experience and, and help you to recognize what that might be for you. And so I'm, I'm involved in this six-week um, the six-week CEO intensive experience with my branding coach. And we just completed our second week, and I have four more weeks to go. And so most experiences that are transformation um, intending are going to push the button from the patterns that you have that you really need to change in order to step into a different way of being, right? So part of this program is if you've ever been part of a corporation, a board of directors, or a not-for-profit board of directors, right? We have a weekly process where outside guests that are all well-experienced and masterful in their businesses come in and each of us that are a part of this six-week intensive are to present who we are to these people who we don't know from Adam, right? And present them with um, an ask, shall we say. We're asking them something that is a goal that we have for the work that we're doing, and we're asking for their expertise, their wisdom and guidance. Well, so when it was my turn, and I had so diligently prepared for this and totally misunderstood how that was supposed to look, meaning the presentation, and I received the feedback. I can't remember if it was four or five people that were there that were offering feedback. I received it as barbs. And if you can't understand that word, it felt like knives being thrown at me. I felt attacked. I felt, um, I felt shame. Everything that, that I heard was something that was literally not just emotionally painful for me, but because I'm an empath, I felt it physically. 
Um, that's a two-hour process, right? Not for me individually, but for all of us. And I got off that Zoom. And all I can tell you is all I wanted to do was cry. In fact, I did do a fair share of crying, you know, and was going to release myself from my commitment for this program. Because if this is what this very important part of the week was going to do to me, you know, I choose love. I choose loving ways to express how I encourage people in their healing journey. I choose people to treat me the same way. Been there, done that with the painful part. I don't choose that for myself anymore. So when this surfaced, my response to it was what it was. To be honest with you, I was a little shocked. But what it felt like was all of my PTSD from childhood, which if you've listened to this show before, you know how Ho'oponopono has been so meaningful to me for how I have been able to heal that and showed up yet again. And so my, my coach was um, a consummate professional. She was supportive. This was all through email. She was very supportive and gave me a loophole if I wanted to get out of it. And But what I did was, because I couldn't take notes while the feedback was being offered to me, I was just fully in it, I actually listened to the replay. And that was like two days later. So I had time to come down emotionally, to do some healing work on myself, to work with my Ho'oponopono uh, process. And when I listened to that segment of the board of directors meeting where they were giving me feedback, all I can tell you is it was so not shaming. It was so not critical. It was reasonable and good advice. One of the people has is, is from Europe and has an accent. And so the language, English is not their first language. So some of the words I, I recognized that they used triggered me, but overall, they offered me very good advice and corrective criticism, not shaming um, words. And, and so my point here with this is we hear through a filter. And so there's two parts to didn't I heal that already and why is it back again, right? One part of it is that we hear through the filter of who we are, through the filter of our life experiences. And sometimes that filter is not neutral. That filter will give us a, a belief and interpretation that is not necessarily the same as if we were in it and not emotionally triggered by it. I hope that makes sense. And so, needless to say, I'm still in the program. I'm grateful for their feedback. I am, I am actively choosing to follow through with the suggestions that were made. And we did the process again this past Thursday, and it was a totally different experience for me because I took the time to work through everything that was so traumatic for me from the week before. So if I believe that all of my PTSD was healed, right, and it surfaced again, does that mean that all the work that I've done to affect that healing was negated by this experience? And so this is the second part, right? And the answer, of course, is absolutely not. And so let me offer you a perspective that you might consider if you've had an experience like this and you've reacted to it the same way as most people do, which is as a victim, right? Why is this happening to me? I didn't do anything to deserve this, right? But the truth is we attract everything. 
We are the creators of our reality. But remember, as I've mentioned so many times on the show, based on Nortrander's book, The User Illusion, for every 15, that's one five consciously aware of, there are 15 million bits of data per second that we have no knowledge of. In Ho'oponopono, we, we refer to this as memories replaying from the subconscious mind. How much of your life do you think you're creating consciously? Less than 1%. So when things show up in our lives that are less than comfortable, especially something that we were under the impression that we had visited already, we had resolved, it was done and over, but here it is again, there's a part of us co-creating this experience. And the part of us that's co-creating it is giving us an opportunity to look at this issue from the perspective of who we have evolved into. We are not the same person that addressed this issue the last time, no matter how much of a time frame has elapsed between these two moments. Time is irrelevant. For us, it feels like it was a millisecond. And so linear time is not relevant for this experience. And so when we get to look at it again, but when we open our, our minds and our hearts to the possibilities that, okay, I'm getting to look at this from who I am now, not who I was the last time it came up, then then our whole perspective shifts. And more likely than not, our ability to move through that experience with an extraordinary amount of grace, ease, and rapid time frame is greater than it ever was before. So the experiences in our lives that are all about how we feel in our skin, who we are being in this relationship with ourselves, those are the ones that they're going to be with us for our life. But they're going to show up differently each time they show up. And ideally, the more we consciously choose to address it and feel it by with, or with whatever tools we consciously choose, to utilize, the less and less painful, the more rapidly we'll move through these experiences when they surface again. So my PTSD is from childhood. I shut down all my gifts because of it. And not until I was in my 40s did all of that come to a conscious place of awareness at the same time that I was blessed to to have a facilitator who assisted me in connecting to God, source, divine creator, by whatever name you call it, on such a conscious level that mm, the rest of my life is blessed no matter what happens because I know who I am. I know why I'm here. I wish that for each and every one of you. Because when these experiences show up, we receive them very differently ultimately than when we are not consciously connected to our hearts and have a sense of knowing who we are and our purpose for being here. If that's something that is missing in your life, then I so invite you to reach out to me because that's my sole purpose for being here, is to really, in whatever way I'm guided, because everyone is different, the way I work with each person is subtly different because we are all unique beings. And so if you find that you're really not feeling comfortable in your 
skin that you're not sure why you're here, you don't know who you are, except on the surface that you have a profession, this is what you do for work, this is your family, that that deeper knowing is not there for you, but you want it. If you find that your relationships are really being challenged and you're not sure what to do about it, or you find that your negative self-talk is really just something that so drives you nuts and you know that it's limiting you, or you're walking around with the effects of trauma, right, where you really don't feel comfortable in your skin because of it. Please take a few moments, go to my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com. That's Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com, forward slash contact, and schedule your complimentary Heart Healer session today. If you are out of the country, we will talk through WhatsApp. If you're in the United States, it will be by phone. There's a little questionnaire that you fill out, which just helps me to know a little bit about you as we connect and what you want to focus on. And it is my joy to listen to you, to hear what you identify as your problem, issue, or challenge, what you know about it, and offer you some wisdom some understanding, perhaps a tool or two, depending upon what what it is that you're sharing with me. And I'm also going to offer you an opportunity to work with me privately so that we can go deeper into whatever that issue is and help you to not have to walk around feeling that trauma and its results are the only way you, you, you can live. That being comfortable in your skin is something that is for you. Because truly, we are not here to suffer. That's not why we're in the body. Pain is not necessary for us at this time. In the beginning of humanity's evolution, during the time of let's say the ice age, you know, when we were very survival-oriented beings living in either a solitary or small clan, everything was about pain because pain gave us information that helped us to know what not to do so that we could survive. Sex was procreation. It wasn't about joy. It wasn't about giving pleasure. It was about survival of the species. It was a driven force. But pain was not anything more or less than a survival tool. And as we have evolved as a species, pain is no longer necessary. However, pain is made available to us. Should we desire it or decide that we need it on some level of consciousness? We do create everything, even though we don't do it consciously. And it's not for us to feel guilty or to feel shame or, or self-reprimand um, ourselves and go, why couldn't you do this better and to judge ourselves? It really is an opportunity for us to love on ourselves even more, the same as we would for a dear friend who's struggling. That's what this is all about. We're here to remember how to be a loving presence in our relationship with ourselves first. So any life experience that we co-create, whether it's consciously or unconsciously, At the core of it, it's designed for us to learn that, to remember how to be a loving presence with ourselves, to be kind, compassionate. So when you have an experience that's challenging, 
you can kind of go right down to the core of it by asking this question. How can I be my most loving self in this situation? What is my most loving choice for me in this moment? And that way, you are in alignment with your soul's purpose for being here, which is to do just that, to be loving, to remember how to do that. While you're in the body, with our physicality, our emotions, our, our thoughts, beliefs, our ego, mind, and personality, and quite frankly, not the easiest thing to do all the time. We can't hold that space 24-7. Don't try. Don't have that expectation. But the more that we are able to hold that space with ourselves, the easier life is. Because we're aligned with why we're here. And so life unfolds. Our experiences come to us in a very different way. They feel very different. So if I was even more evolved than I am, then perhaps that experience a week ago Thursday that I just shared with you would have been a completely different one. But it wasn't. And I can second guess it and judge it as much as I want to, but I don't choose to. The experience was what it was. It helped me to see that I have more healing to do. I am so grateful for it. I was able to move through it so quickly. I'm not saying in a moment. It took me several hours. And I was exhausted after that, right? But I did it. I moved through it with grace and ease. And more importantly, I loved myself through it. And believe me, I really needed it. It was not easy. And so I know it's not always easy for you either, but you're not alone. And that's an important point that I want to make with you. You're not alone. You don't have to do this alone. There are people like me whose sole purpose for being here is to support you into coming home to your heart and living a life of joy, living a life that feels good to you, where you feel safe and comfortable in your skin, where life is easy, everything flowing, relationships working. You really do have the opportunity to create just that. And even if you find that during this amazing time that we're all experiencing, as life is shifting, some people are reticent to leave their home and to join in gatherings. I feel you. Let me tell you. I'm right there with you. It is a conscious choice that I'm making to not engage in groups as yet. And the reason is not because I'm fearful of it. The reason is because I intuitively ask, does it serve my highest good to um, participate in any group activities? And I keep getting a no. And until I get a yes, I'm not going to disrespect or ignore or dismiss my intuitive wisdom. I did that once. I didn't know that I was doing it because it happened so quickly. I will never do it again. Right? Our intuitive connection is an extraordinary gift. Truly it is. And so I will tell you the little story of why I never ignore my intuitive knowing. And I don't remember if I shared this on the show or not, but I will, I'm going to share it. Since our queue is very quiet tonight, 
And so I'm just going to talk and share and hope that whatever information I'm guided to share with you is, is serving all of you who are listening, whenever you are, whether you are listening live or you are listening to the replay. And if you are listening live and you're a little nervous about calling in to ask a question, you're welcome to do so. I don't bite. It is my joy to serve you. And if you would decide that you would like to do that, just call in to 619-924-9726. And once you're in the queue, press one and our producer, RJ, will welcome you um, to the show. Hi. So this story is, is an old one. It occurred in October of 1994. And at that time, I had just awakened to my spirit connection. It was an extraordinary journey, I must say. It started many years before that, but this was one of my most um, extraordinary ones, right? And so as soon as RJ welcomes um, our guest in the queue, I will put a pause on this story, will answer a question, and then I'll continue. So hopefully somebody will remind me. All right. So what happened was um, I was at that time working for a law firm as a nurse legal assistant. And I did that for a number of years. It was a lovely experience. Um, my second nursing career, my first career was um, as a clinical nurse, mostly with uh, women and children. I started my career working with children at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, where I did my uh, pediatric training. And probably one of the most joyful times of my life was when I worked with children. And that environment was so um so extraordinary, such a wonderful teaching hospital. And it still is, which I'm very grateful to know. And so I was coming home at that time. I lived um, in a third floor walk-up apartment. And my parking space was right by the walkway that takes you to the building. And the stairwell was right. There was one at either end of the building. And there was, so there was one right at the end of the walkway. And... Um, and my mailbox was on the other side of the parking lot, not too far away, but, you know, in a mailbox bank, right? Or bank at whatever you call them. And so I had a lot of stuff with me. I had stopped at a former neighbor's house who had picked up a package for me. So a package, I have my briefcase, my pocketbook. You don't know this, but I carry one large pocketbook, right? And, and so I had all of these things in, in, my, in my car, along with my dry cleaning. And I was, a gentleman walked by my car into the, the building. I just kind of noticed him peripherally and, and was going to go get my mailbox, get my stuff out of my mailbox. And so I'm going to pause this story and RJ, let's bring our guest on, and then I will continue the story. Hello, how are you? Oh, doing really well, Angel. Welcome. I think RJ got a little bit with, we got a little tech issue there. So welcome, welcome. How can we be of support to you tonight, Angel? So grateful to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. I don't have a question. You know, I'm listening and learning, and um, I just was enjoying myself listening. I loved how transparent you were tonight, and I just wanted to call in and say I think this is an amazing platform. Um, I'll definitely be listening in um, and learning a little bit more about, I'm sure I'm <laughs> going to say it wrong, but Hopona Ono. <laughs> I got it. You got it. It's close Hopona enough. Ono. I know exactly what you Something. mean. I'm, I'm yes. just a grateful angel for you taking the time to reach out and call to share that. That's very kind of you. 
Did you have any questions oh, about yeah. anything uh-huh. that I shared that you might want me to go more in depth with? Even if you don't have a well, question you know, to ask. I actually, um, I, I was a little shocked to hear um, your share, actually. And I was wondering if you would maybe go a little more in depth as to what made you sort of decide to go actually listen to the recording because it sounded like it was extremely traumatic for you, mm-hmm. but there had to be something, right, that mm-hmm. said, go go look at the recording because I think many of us would have just shut it down, not looked at it or whatever. So if you can explain sort of, if, if it's possible, um, the thought process behind whatever that was that said, no, go watch mm-hmm. the video. I, I am happy to. That's, that's a more okay. than reasonable question. Thank you. Um, and so mm-hmm. the answer to the question is that um, I made a commitment mm. to this program. And, and my integrity is really important to me, as are my commitments. Um, whether, it's, whether it is for a client to a family member or to anything that I make a commitment to, my heart is fully connected to that commitment, right? right. And so after I, that night, after I spent probably an hour composing the email that I sent to, to the facilitator of this process, Right. I wasn't even sure I was going to send it. And then I kept asking, do I send it? Do I not send it? And I even wrote in the email. I'm not even sure that I, that I should send this. You know, not that one should should upon themselves, but I, I was very clear, very transparent, very authentic, and just shared from my heart, and I sent it off. And I let it go. And the next day... I realized my intention was to listen to the replay anyway because I couldn't take any notes. Uh, and so I figured, let me sit with this. I've been around a long time. I was not born yesterday. I'm not in my 20s or 30s anymore. I have <laughs> a few years of life experience. There has to be some benefit to living on this earth for, for at least a period of time, right? And so yes. the, the adult side of me, not the traumatized child within, right, had common right. sense. And so I, I decided I would at least listen to it and then mm-hmm. see how it felt when I listened to it. And, and as I listened to it, as I mentioned earlier, it was just so clear to me that it was my stuff, that it really wasn't um, an intentional um, uh, traumatizing experience. It was not meant to be abusive. Right. And, and so I realized, filter of who I am, which is my, the sum total of my life experiences, that mm-hmm. that, was, that was why I experienced it the way I was. And believe me, I listened to it very slowly. I wrote down mm-hmm. my notes from it, and then I listened to it again. And I also listened to all of my fellow CEOs that are part of this program and what was shared with them. And I listened to the demeanor and to, and to the words that were used. And I realized it was my stuff. Gotcha. And so because it was, pardon? I said that makes a lot of sense. Thank you. But that's why. That's why I made the decision that I did to continue on. Because otherwise, there, it's a waste. Right. And I don't want to. Right. Well, I think you're pretty awesome. I just just listening in for the first time tonight. um, To me, it speaks volumes about who you are as a professional to stick with it. I mean, how can we expect people to stick with a process 
if we're not willing to stick with the process, right? So I think that's pretty yeah. cool. And um, I, you know, if I ever became a client, <laughs> that would be good to know. Yeah, that um, that you, you stick thank with the process you. because you've got integrity. So thank you for allowing me to to come in and share and ask a question. And um, yeah, I'm gonna go back to listening. I'm very grateful. Thank you so much, Angel. I wish you a blessed rest of your evening, honey. Thank you. Thank you. All right, honey. All right, RJ, I see we have another visitor in the queue. Yes, let's say hello to Nancy from Maryland. All right, good evening, Nancy. How are you this evening? I'm really good, Eileen. Thank you. And how can we be of service tonight? Uh, well, um, I would like to use your medical intuitive gifts. Um, okay. I have a history of TMJ on my the right side of my jaw, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which has been very quiet for a long time. Got a bite plate, you know, just it's been very good. But uh-huh. of of late, it has started acting up again, and I can can feel the bones rubbing, and it's not too uncomfortable. But I can tell that it's not happy. So I was just right. wondering if there was anything you could uh, could share. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. Thank you so much for calling in. Um, my pleasure. Yeah, I'm just looking. I want to just tap into one thing before I tap into you energetically. Hold on. Sure. I don't know if, yeah, it does. Hold on a second. I wasn't sure if Louise Hay had something on this, and and she does, and that's, that's kind of what I was feeling. That's, I'm always amazed by this. Okay, so you're familiar with Heal Your Body by Louise Hay, are you not? Yes, I am. Okay. Did you happen to look at jaw problems when this started? I did not because my book, I I don't know if you can tell from my voice, but I'm usually calling you from Delaware. You know me quite well. I know who this is. Um, Okay. Very good. I am aware Um, of who this is. (laughs) I'm in the process of moving and my books are in Delaware. So I don't have it to look at. Then let me read this to you. So in okay. Louise Hay's book, and then we'll go, we'll go into it a little bit more deeply as, as we're guided. So just kind of take a nice breath in. And thanks for confirming that I thought it was you and I know that it's you now. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, really. It's good to hear your voice. Okay. Thank you. So you're welcome. So the thought, the mental pattern or the mental, the thought process is anger resentment, um, and a desire for revenge. Mm. And, yeah, and the new thought pattern is I am willing to change the patterns in me that created this condition. I love and approve of myself, and I am problems of which PMJ syndrome is one. Now, another thing is this is a joint. So if we look at the joint part of it, that represents changes in direction in life and the ease of this movement, Mm -hmm. right? Because it is a joint, right? The other thing is you're saying it's the right side of the body, so that's your male side of the body. And so that is about when any, you know, whenever anything shows up on the right side of the body, it's about uh, letting go. It's letting us know it's our male side, that there is something that we're having a challenge with releasing. Okay. Breathe into that. Yeah. Okay. So I want to say mm-hmm. to you, this is, this is not a new issue. And I think it's mm-hmm. just so amazingly perfect that you're bringing this issue after everything that I shared, which is our theme tonight, which is, didn't I heal that already? Why is it back again? Right? So there is, there is something here, Nancy, for you to um, be in, to embrace, to go a little bit deeper with. And you are not the kind of person that stays on the surface with anything. So 
it's just an invitation to to look at I want to say that what it feels like for me is that it is there's a there's an underlying stressor that you're doing your best to work out in your sleep which is that grinding right and it's activating the jaw enough that you're feeling it outside of sleep um, and, and so it has, it has something to do with speaking, speaking up for. And even though we know that's the throat chakra, the throat chakra feeds the jaw. It feeds the heart. It feeds the jaw, the face. It sits between the brow and the heart center. So it feeds the area of our body that sits between those two chakras, right? And so if we're having an issue that is um, a loving of self issue, a moving through something in the most kind and compassionate way, then, then the heart center is going to be working, perhaps even working overtime if we're not getting it. And the throat chakra is going to do what it can to compensate and the underlying stressors have to come out somewhere. Is this making sense to you so far? Yes, it is. Okay. And so, and so I want to say that I, I can see inflammation. So inflammation is inflamed thoughts and ideas and beliefs. So you might want to take a look at from the time that it reactivated, go back maybe three to six weeks, the energy today is probably, it, it may be even less than that because the energy is manifesting very quickly as I imagine you're aware of right now, mm-hmm. right? But the beauty of it is that as quickly as it's manifesting, that's how quickly it can shift again. So if you were to go back a few weeks prior to when this started to bother you again, does everything that we're talking about make sense to you? And take your time. There's no rush. Yeah. It's, there's actually at least three players here. Okay. <laughs> Situation-wise, okay. my thoughts that I've been aware of, mm-hmm. um, and they're they're not all... Oh, in appearance, they're not all focused in the same way, which tells me that I need to go a little deeper, like you said, and find what's connecting those three things. Okay. Okay. Well, keep in mind, Nancy, the only mm-hmm. thing that connects them is you. Well, that's so interesting because actually what I'm hearing inside, knowing inside, is, is about being true to myself. There you go. And isn't that what the throat chakra is all about? It's about mm-hmm. speaking up for ourselves, but also speaking our truth. But it's also a creative center, Nancy. So I'm wondering if there isn't an aspect of creativity that's not being honored or paid attention to that's wanting some of your loving attention maybe a project or you set an intention to do something and it hasn't completed or you've mm-hmm. not given it the energy that you would like. It feels like that might also be a piece of this. Something to think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, that but makes I want... total sense as well. Okay. I'm, I'm really am in a total place of creativity I've moved, I'm creating newness within my home, I'm creating a new home, everything's new. So um, There you go. Yeah, and I'm and I'm doing my very, very best to consciously create it all. Okay. So think of it this way. Do you remember when in your life you started having the challenges with your TMJ? Mm, not specifically, but but yes. Okay. So for the part that you do say yes to or that you can say yes to, mm-hmm. think of it this way. 
you're being invited by this awareness that whatever that issue was, that there's a deeper understanding that is now available to you because of who you have evolved into. Oh, man, that's great. Okay, and the, and the creating of this new space is what's triggering it because, you know, sometimes it's important that we drop that which no longer serves us in order to create the new. And you're doing this so consciously, right? And, and so it's just a piece of information for you to consider. And nothing that I think is going to take a whole lot of energy effort or process to clear. I think that Ho'oponopono and whatever other tools you want to add to it could easily shift this. Yeah. But get the information that you need from it first. They would just do a beautiful meditation um, of your, you know, of whatever kind you want with the intention that you receive whatever you need to know in order to release this pattern of discomfort. Makes sense? Yeah. It, it, yeah, that just makes so much sense, and you, you will understand this. I am really revisiting the same energies, but in a totally different way, much mm. more empowered. Mm. From, the, from the very first time that I met you. We'll see. Because I'm creating my life more fully as me. And I, I really was struggling to know who me was when I first started working with you. Yes, you were. But you know what? This is such an extraordinary gift, right? And fortunately, it wasn't anything more problematic to grab mm-hmm. your attention, to ask the question. So congratulations, you know, for, for really embodying fully who you are being. Because mm. who you are, Nancy, is an extraordinary presence. Your, your connectedness to spirit, your, your level of compassion, and conscious heart connection is so, so beautifully um, expressed. And so that you choose to allow that part of you to assist you in your own resolution of issues is, is a wonderful expression of love that you are giving to you. Mm-hmm. And, and such an example for your children, even though they are adult children, it doesn't matter. It's still... You're holding a space for so many. And, and because mm. of that, I say thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm. <sighs> that yeah. just felt like, I don't know, a hug, <laughs> a hug beyond hugs, a waterfall of love and compassion. It just felt so beautiful. Thank you so much. <laughs> you are worthy and so welcome. Consider doing the Ho'oponopono, Nancy, you know, just to whatever memories are in me that are the cause of this discomfort on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just say, I love you. I love you. I love you. And if you do it really frequently, maybe even decide to sit down until you feel a shift in you, it'll be gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is not deep seated. Yeah. This is this is a gift of information. That's all it is. Yeah. Wow. Great. Thank you so much. My absolute joy. Thanks so much for calling, Nancy. You have a good rest oh. of your evening. Okay. Thanks. Yes, you do the You're same. You're welcome. Thank you, honey. <laughs> Blessing. Mm-hmm. All right, RJ. Where are we off to, sweet man? Let's speak with Nicole, a first-time caller from West Virginia. All righty. Nicole, good evening. Hello. Thank you for having me. My joy, honey. How can we be of service? What's going on? Uh, Yes. um, I just wanted to see. um, I have a friend. His name is Michael. 
And I just want to see what you pick up um, between me and Michael. Are you looking for something more than a friendship? Is that the intention for the question? Um, he's my ex-husband. I'm, I just um, I don't know like where we stand. Like I don't, I don't know where we stand right now. Okay. All right. Just go ahead and take a couple of nice breaths into your heart center. Focus there for me. Mm-hmm. And and as you do that, Nicole, just kind of imagine in your mind's eye, Michael's face. Which pulls his energy to you just for the time that we're together. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And so we're asking for thank you. We're asking for any and all information that we can offer Nicole about mm-hmm. um, her. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just I'm just agreeing with you. Oh, okay. We're asking for. I'm just making a statement, putting that out to the to the lords and masters of the akashic realm. Okay. So to whatever. Mm, we're asking for whatever information we can bring forth for Nicole regarding her relationship with Michael. <clears throat> hmm. So I want to say partly the first thing that comes to me is unfinished business. Um, I'm not sure what that means to you. If I ask what that means and what more I can share with you, there, the words okay. that I'm receiving are that there is an emotional entanglement that needs to be untangled. Okay. Um, does that make sense to you, how I'm saying that? Is that meaningful to you? Yes, very much so. Okay. Um, so, so let me just see what else I can bring in related to that. Because, because where we have relationships that are emotionally entangled, there's no peace, right? Okay. There's attachment, there's expectation, there's judgment, there's all those emotions and feelings that don't feel good, right? And right. so, and so, if we are still in relationship with this person, meaning if you still talk to Michael, if you still communicate with him. You know, whether you need to do it directly or whether you want to just do it through Ho'oponopono and just clear whatever the entanglement is and, and allow okay. that divine creator to do it, that's up to you. But there's okay. an opportunity to do it either way here in, in uh-huh. order to, to untangle what it is so that both of you can be in a compassionate, caring mm-hmm. friendship. Yeah. Does, does that make sense? Very much so, yes. Okay, my love. So are you familiar with Ho'oponopono? Not really. Okay. So the, the prayer of Ho'oponopono is, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. Does that make more sense? Is, is that more familiar? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are familiar with the actual phrase, but not the name of it. So we we know Mm -hmm. that it's an ancient Hawaiian process of um, uh, forgiveness, atonement, and transmutation. Um, But Mm -hmm. what it can do is when we say, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, or I love you, or thank you, when we identify that we're in a problem, issue, or challenge, or we're feeling something that doesn't feel good, or we're having thoughts that don't feel good, or we're aware of a situation like this that doesn't feel good Uh to us, we have the opportunity Uh to either engage with it to figure it out, which Ho'oponopono does not recommend, or we Uh can initiate the clearing of the problem simply by using the prayer. So if you decide Uh that you want to do one or the other, meaning you'd like to do the Ho'oponopono, let me give you a clearing statement that you can consider using. Okay? okay. It is, and, and it, we're, at the, we're at the hour. We're at the top of the hour. So if you can't write it down, just listen to the replay. It's available at the same link 
you know, within moments okay. of the show completing, which we will be completing shortly. So this is the statement okay. to whatever memories are in me that are the cause for any issues between Michael and myself on any and all levels that I am to atone for, not because you're a bad person or you did anything wrong. It's just the language that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just say, I love you. Or just say, thank you repeatedly and say it as often as you can until you have that you're complete with this. All right. Okay. Is there anything that I've shared with you that you have a question about that I can clarify for you, or do you feel complete? I kind of feel complete because you're, like, right on target about some things. Because, okay. like, when things, like, like I don't know, it's like we had a very difficult divorce, and there was another female involved, and it just got really, like, messy with our divorce and everything. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. It was just really bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we never really had the closure, actually, to be honest. Okay. So you don't need to be in relationship with someone to have closure. You don't have to have a conversation with someone to have closure. But you can if you need to. But you don't have yeah. to. That's the beautiful right. And if you find right. Nicole that you need support, please feel free to reach out to me. You can schedule a complimentary heart healer session. We can we can address this a little bit more. And then if you decide that you want to schedule some private sessions, you certainly can do that. Okay? All right. All right. Thank you so much. My joy, honey. Thanks so much for calling in. I'm very grateful. Blessings. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You, too. Bye. <laughs> you are worthy and welcome. Thank you. All right. RJ. Well, we managed to very quickly come to completion. <laughs> yes, that's good. It is. Thank you so much for joining me tonight and for taking care of everybody in your wonderful, loving way. I do appreciate it. <clears throat> and I think that we're going to actually dispense with our conscious heart connection tonight um, because I think it's, it's a good time to complete. Um, so I'm just going to send some love out to everybody and to you first. Thank you, RJ, for being here. Well, thank you and good night. Good night, sweet man. All right, everybody, I want to say thank you so much to our callers. Normally, we do um, a very rapid conscious heart connection, and I feel guided to do something just a little bit different tonight. And I want you just, who's ever listening, whether you're listening live or you are listening to the replay, I want you to just close your eyes as long as you're not driving. And just imagine that the love from my heart a pink, yummy love flowing directly to you. And it is surrounding you with like a warm hug of love. And as you imagine that, just breathe that love light into your heart center. And fill yourself up with it. If you've been feeling a little lonely or you've been feeling separate from yourself or challenged, maybe your self-talk has just been driving you crazy this week, focus on the love and breathe it into your heart center and out. And imagine as you breathe in and out, every cell in your body is filled and surrounded with that love light. And breathe. And the truth is that the love that you're experiencing is but a mirror of the love that you are. 
Because at our soul level, that's all we are is love. A mirror of the love of the divine creator. By whatever name you know that to be to you. And so the love that you just received is only giving you an image to connect with the love that you are. It's as simple, truly, as breathing into your heart center because the love you seek is within you. You're never separate from it. We just lose our conscious connection to it from time to time. So breathe into and out of your heart center often and remember this yummy pink light of love And whenever you're feeling that you need a little boost, remember this love. It will always be available to you. We are but one light of love. Connected in that love. All of us. All of humanity. All living beings. Including Mother Earth. We are not separate from each other. Let's choose to be even more loving with ourselves so that we can then serve all of humanity and Mother Earth by giving ourselves that gift of loving. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. We're here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern Time here on the Heart Healer Radio Network. I am Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. I surround you all with blessings of so much love and gratitude, and I wish you a peaceful good night. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, Your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.